This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And we have such a good topic today that got so much funny uh, engagement in the self sewn wardrobe group. I love it. You know, I didn't read a lot of them. I oh, I, for some reason, I think maybe I responded like way up at the beginning. So I was getting like lots of notifications. So Susan posted a picture. So the image is of notation on a quick sew pattern. And it says, when cutting or tracing the pattern pieces, always follow the same size on all lines and pieces. Never cut between sizes or, quote, blend, end quote, sizes by cutting from one size to another. Visit quicksew.com slash support for more information. And Susan accompanied this, like her post, her, her right. text was, that's cute. Never do that, huh? Is someone going to tattle on me? So. It's the grading police. Yeah, so a lot of people were like, the sewing, the sewing police are going to come. If the sewing police make me stay in my sewing room, I'll make sure to break the rules more often, you know? And it was like, there's some right. cute stuff well, like I, that. Well, I consider that incorrect, but I know why they said it. Well, there's right? so much to this. There was, yes, there was, yes. There's so much to this. So let's, let's just try. Let's see if we can cover it. We're going to try and go through this. So first of all, it's a quick sew pattern. And let's start off with, like, the bad news, okay? <laughs> okay, quick, <laughs> quick sew used to be printed on heavy paper, and I love it. They used to be so wonderful. I, you... And this is spelled K-W-I-K. Yeah. Yes, just in case anybody... <laughs> Goes out looking for well, quick sew that starts with a Q. Okay, so that's uh, that's part two of the bad news, right? So quick sew was acquired by McCall's several years back, and now McCall's has been acquired by whatever company now owns all the pattern companies, and they're based in the UK, and now they're called, like, something delightful or something. Um, and they let the quicksew.com domain, like, expire. Oh. So you go to so so one of the funniest comments on this. Right. I don't know if I can find it, but one of the funniest comments was like, "Never go to that domain name. The security certificate has expired and it's sketchy." And it's <laughs> it is if you go to quicksew.com/support, oh, it's like, "Do not enter this page." And well, that's that. Uh, okay. You know, that saved that's them sad. like twenty dollars a I year. I know. I, like yeah. I think about all the domain names we own because we like to come up with names right. for stuff. Um. And I think about how... Like Sewing Out Loud, we owned the domain name for, what, four, five, oh, seven years I should before look. we used it? Yes. We, we we did a podcast on it. Yes. I think we yeah. mentioned it in the podcast. Right, right. I was, right. We were like, what are we going to name our podcast? And we we finally said, how about Sewing, sewing Out Loud? Loud? And Mallory goes, let me look it up. She goes, it's owned. No, no somebody... Something. So we had somebody working for us, a marketing person. Yeah. And he was like, someone else owns it. And I was like, God, me, me, me. 
you know, or whatever. And he's like, it's you. You know, and so that was funny. It was funny that that happened. And uh, we, yeah, we, what else? Okay, you know what we also own, which maybe we just need to go ahead and crowdsource this. We own stitchslapped.com. Right. <laughs> what should we put Stitch on stitchslapped.com? Like, write me, like, tell me. Like maybe when we're abusing ourselves when we make a mistake. I don't know. That would be, like, that would be like maybe what? maybe it should be just video post. Or, like when you put a zipper in upside down six times, you know some, something. It needs to be, and maybe it should be like crowdsourced. Like people up, like we take right. submissions. I don't know. I don't have the time to create like a completely new stitch slapped business. Right. And people already are telling us how we have too many names, which we already we already knew that to be That's true. That's all right. I have a bunch of names anyway, in real life too. Quickso. It's like when they when they say. Uh-huh. Call me at the doctor. I sit there for a while and I go, oh, that's me. Because they use like my proper formal legal name. Don't tell anyone what it yes. is. Yes. Okay. I think maybe somebody knows. I'm pretty sure. It's, I think we did a podcast think, on well, that. Well, I think too. it's pretty easy to find out too. Oh. Um, you can find out Lots just of stuff. about anything. Yeah, I know. Um, so, it's kind of scary. We find, You can find out stuff about yourself you forgot. That's right. You're like, oh, I did own that car. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, no, there was one. I can't An remember. An address. Yeah, or somebody asked. It was like a security question or something, and I was like, "No." And I went back, and it was like, "You flunked your security test." And I'm like, "Why?" And like, because you owned a Ford whatever in 1942 or something. I was like, "Oh, well." That always okay. happens on like a credit check for yes. something, like buying a car. I'm like, "Well, I don't know. Am I really who I say I am?" Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Quickso's security certificate, Quickso.com. Come on, something delightful. It's just sad. And and Quixo was started by like an individual, yes. Kristen Martinson. Uh Kirsten Martinson. Kirsten, I, it's I like think got it was. a J Not in Kristen, it. Not Kristen, I think it was it, Kirsten. Yeah, and yeah. it's got a J in it. So it's like Kirsten, you yeah. know. And we own their books, which are 20, 30, 40 years old. Like the there's a lingerie book. There's a I was buying I think book. I whenever they came out, I think they, it was in the eighties maybe. I was uh-huh. I was started buying them. Well, we have some uh yeah. and we carried them at the shop. Yes. It, even as recently as when we owned the store. Exactly. And uh so we've got a couple in shrink wrap. Right. So they were on this heavy paper. heavy paper <clears throat> and they were meant to be Team traced. They were meant to be team traced. You, they were not meant to be cut out. I mean, and they told you in. So there was these big, you know, master Gi- sheets. Yeah, gigantic right? sheets of paper. Yeah, you know, with with the multi sizing. If anybody's familiar with maybe a Berta oh. book or something, a Berta magazine, that's very similar to that. Except the pieces didn't overlap. It wasn't nearly as confusing. Yeah, right, that's right, right, right. But you know, they were color coded. You know, a pink <clears> line, a purple <throat> line, or whatever. A black line. I, I can't remember, but um, I, I should remember because they're I, red I, I, and blues. I wore a lot it's of them. Reds out. and blues. It's I like... wore a, I wore a lot of those out by just folding and folding. Right. There were holes like in the fold marks. But anyway, um, they they and they told you it, so these these pattern master sheets came, you know, and you could fold them, and they were inside right. the book that was sort of a what a, eleven by. 11 and a half by eight size book or a little bit better, bigger. Like, Whatever, like a yeah. magazine. Yeah, is. yeah. Like a tabloid size. Yeah. So anyway... Um, <laughs> or comic book that. or whatever. I don't know. I don't Maybe it's eight and a half by eleven. Okay. Well, it's probably a little bit bigger than that. But go on. We got to get right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. So they told you 
how to go between sizes or right. how, you know, gave you the shortening, the, the shortening line. And they told you how to do this. Right. So the warning on this pattern, I can see the pattern that Susan posted is printed on tissue paper. So it's a more recent pattern, mm-hmm. first of all, because I remember the change from the the thicker paper individual well, patterns. Because when they had individual patterns, they were also produced the, exactly like yeah, that. Yeah, on the yes. heavy paper, yes. So I remember the switch, and I was like, oh, too bad, you know. And there are lots of reasons to print on tissue. Like, I get it. And it's it's it should be less bulky to store. Like, you know, we, we should Except like it. Except that they don't do reasons. multi-sizes that way always sometimes. They, anyway, no, never yeah, mind. yeah, I know, I never know. Mind. You're right, you're right. Okay, so anyway... I liked that. Other I like one. it too. I liked like it that too. other. I'm whispering. I like I'm, the, I'm whispering, whispering, Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine, Jasmine, here's Jasmine a I'm whispering a message to you. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, it's a newer pattern, uh, and yeah, there are lots of answers to this question. So, first of all, we talk about blending and grading between sizes all the time. It is something we encourage a lot. Let's start off with the reasons why maybe you actually shouldn't grade between sizes maybe not shouldn't but what you should be aware of if you do sure i can think of a i'm thinking of one right now what are you okay. thinking no of? you go ahead you go first. i'm thinking of like say a bust a bus size uh-huh. and then you know you have a sleeve with this garment yeah right yeah so the bus size will change into the arm size uh-huh Right? So it'll get bigger or larger. And then you're going to go set the sleeve. Well, you have just changed the size of that sleeve circumference. So right? lining up with other pattern pieces. Right. Yeah. So if I take from the seam that goes into the arm, mm-hmm. right, I either need to go down a size in my sleeve or at least adjust for what I have taken yeah, you need out. Yeah, match it. Yeah. Right. But someone... Mentioned- and, and, and you can't arbitrarily go down in the sleeve size right. because you have a shoulder seam and a side seam. Right. So you have to think about all... You have to think about everything that fits together. Okay. That, yes, I thought another really good justification, even though I blend between sizes all the time, is sometimes patterns aren't nested properly to account for blending between sizes. Correct. Okay, so like if you think I'm an extra small on top and a medium at the hip, okay, just a, a random. Right. Uh, what if that pattern is nested in such a way where you think you're going to get a medium at the hip, but you're getting it like more in your waistline or, or, right. or something like that? Now, I have to say, I think Quixote's patterns are often nested. In well, such a way where yes. you can do that. Um, but maybe this one was wrong. Well, And they and, are trying to cover their butts, right? right. You and, know? and we don't know what has evolved in the quick sew. Right. They, were, they used to be made that way mm-hmm. so that you could grade. They were, you, you know, you right. were told to grade that way. And that was, so now they might not be printed and done that way. So that's another note that came up in the comment section was oh my gosh a lot of patterns nowadays are the instructions come with the directive to blend between the sizes you know another another one is the crotch curve too that's Uh, that's a big one that's not always nested uh, yeah right now correctly or in order to blend i feel like we just podcasted about like the dolman Full bust adjustment mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, or preserving the seams there. And we 
podcasted about like, do you take away from the inseam at an, the same amount as the outseam? You know, we we cover those right. topics just <clears throat> just earlier. And um, where was that bringing me here? Oh, I was just gonna say like those closet core Jenny trousers that I referenced. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm really flummy today. Uh, those those trousers, Thanks. yeah, you know, come with instructions, as many of the patterns do nowadays. Okay, if you're going to blend, blend between here and here. Right, you know, start right. here, go to here, you know, and, and so that's very nice um, that they, they do come with the recommendations on where to do it because that is important. Well, and another thing about blending is if you're blending more, I would say, more than one size away, Mm-hmm. You really have to take care with your line, and you may have to do some, uh, you know, freehand drawing. Yeah. You may not be able to find those lines. So if I'm trying to think, what, so my waist is um, very small compared to my hips, right? right? You got and, a cor- large ratio now. My there. waist and my hips are perfect. The pattern's wrong. Okay, sure. you got sure. that. Okay. So, but what I'm saying is. My my waist in relation to this pattern, say my waist is really, really tiny, mm-hmm. really goes in. I can't just make this like straight bolt like line. Like a V, you yeah. know, yeah. I yeah. got to consider how this is going to happen. Um, you know, and we're not going to get into maybe that's not the pattern you want at all. <laughs> sure. You know, or the style that's going to work on you at all or something. But, you know. Sometimes you can't just blend. Sometimes you will have to come up with your own line. Right, right. Uh, Let's take a quick break, and I want to come back to a comment left on the post that, you know, kind of explains why this actually might be a relevant warning, and we can discuss that a little more. Hey, ZD. Wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Okay, so we're back. And this comment uh, came up from Elizabeth. And she says that this could be good advice. Grading is the process of proportionally increasing the size of pattern pieces. Grading is how the industry takes a design and creates multiple sizes. Um, unfortunately, proportionally means that the size is increased by length and width. Going to a larger size in one area of the pattern means that the seams will not align. So if I gain weight and increase the size of my waist and hip, do I get taller? No. Um, but that is what happens if I swing out and cut, cut the larger size. And she says, a more reliable result is to choose the size closest to your frame size and learn the alterations that will help you fit the pattern to your unique body shape. So I respond to this by saying, like, six of one, half dozen of the other, sort of. Like, if I choose the one that fits my body and then I'm like, oh, actually, I need two more inches at the hip and the next size had two more inches at the hip, okay. And then the issue about length and width. Sometimes when you get more width, you do get more length. And you need more length sometimes. That is the big thing yeah. that we talk about in the leggings class right. about butts and bellies. Right. right. Right? So people will be like, what do I do about the belly? Um, do I just go up a larger size or whatever? And we're like, well, maybe. Um, but also, this is where that custom rise measurement right. comes into play. So what you were like about to say before we took our break, I think, was you got to double check. Right. Okay, you, you, you know, you, you of course. Be, so if you change your measurement, <laughs> you have to think about it. And, you, and I mean, right, you, you okay, this happens. Yes, just because you have, just because right. you have a 40-inch will... hip instead of a 30-inch hip doesn't mean you got four taller. inches taller. It doesn't. Sure. Actually, I had this happen to me. But, right, right. I, I think this, I know what you're This say. was horrible. <laughs> I was new in town. I came in. Um, my kid had a kid in show choir, and I said, "Just, I just want to put it out there that I'm willing to help. I do so." And they gave me. Um, and look where we are now. Yeah, they gave me actually the old choir dresses to fix, mm-hmm. which um, some place in that choir dress is my serger blade that I never found. But anyway. <laughs> Never found it. Oh, my. The blade came out of my serger. These were horrible. They were 1980s poofy dress sleeves. They were like, anyway. But the person at that time that was doing the costumes. Right. Was trying to match some other costumes. Y'all can't see ZD's face right now. And she had this idea. She keeps like. Twisted her mouth. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to. Anyway, I should just say she had this idea that she could put the old pattern on an overhead projector and just increase it, which would be the same as like putting it on a printer and saying up this two hundred percent. Right. Right. Well, like the person said, yeah, said no because my boobs got bigger by six inches. I didn't get six inches taller or whatever. And that's and my arms I. Also didn't get, like, four inches bigger around or whatever. So, you know, it's it's 
And that's yes. why yes. I think that actually blending between sizes on a pattern is not a bad idea. Yeah, is a smart idea because right. you are working within those grading I agree. guidelines. And so you see, okay, the size 10 fits me at my 30-inch waist. Right. The size 10 accommodates a 40-inch hip, but I have a 45-inch hip. And so then the size 12 or 14 would be better. This all, just so you know, when you start to think about all this and you start to draft and grade patterns, it's a bit of a mind bleep, okay? When you start to try and extrapolate how the pattern has been drafted for different body measurements. We just had a group member named Lux ask about um, sewing and selling an underwear pattern. Okay, mm -hmm. so was, I think it was maybe like a brief of some sort. Right. And Lux said that they had created a pattern they really loved. Right. And then they wanted to make for other people, but they weren't sure how to like do that. Should they just use a different pattern, et cetera, et cetera. And there are problems when you try to use a commercial pattern and sell it. Oftentimes that's not allowed. You can ask. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not. And so everyone was kind of coming to the conclusion of you should get your pattern graded or grade your pattern that you came up with. You should get it graded into larger and smaller sizes yes. okay. so that it's your intellectual property. That's correct. Okay? Yes. And I was like, so how'd you get this pattern, right? And Lux was like, well, I just kind of kept trying it on myself until it's right. And that is actually, like, how pattern production starts. You have a fit model, okay, a lot they of the time. They take someone who they think is sort of the norm or the, you know, at the top of the bell-shaped curve. Like, right. will fit most people. Most people tend to be, like, this shape or this proportion. And then you, you know, get it graded down, you get it graded up, right. and then, you know. Boom, and then you tell people how to blend between sizes because you know right. people aren't <laughs> right. people aren't uniform. But what what I what I didn't get to like fully explain in a comment to Lux is you have to then say, Okay, I made this underwear pattern for me and my waist is thirty inches. So then what the pattern ended up being was let's say like 26 29 28 yeah whatever because it's okay. got negative ease right you, get you negative know ease. Right. okay so then you're like all right a 26 inch waist is going to fit somebody with a 30 inch waist all right so who what waist size do you want to well, grade up to and here's the deal it might fit but it might not be comfortable yeah or it might fit and it might roll or, well you know i'm just saying yes. there's a lot to there's, there's a lot a to take into consideration yes. and how i learned the classes that i took in order to draft our Rhapsody and our Floozy Doozy patterns were to draft for the smallest size and draft for the largest size. And go in between. And then you step it out in between that. And I've talked about this on another podcast. But like you said, you can't just throw it up on a projector. Not everything gets increased 400 percent right. you know um and then that's why patterns have length and shortened lines on them too w going back to the original the other comment and everything is yes the distance between some people's waists and hips are different for height reasons for you know not just up and down well you're taller okay. and but your body is your body is not a pancake right so here's the deal my 
you know, my waist is here and my hips are here, and I and I have a certain circumference. All of a sudden, my circumference changes. Yes. Say it changes more in my hips than my waist. It doesn't matter. It changes. But then what happens also is the curve from my waist to my hip, mm -hmm. which is at the same level. The, it's the same distance from the floor, so to speak. Sure. But the distance between my hip and my waist has got a larger curve now. So, you know, there's a lot going on. Yeah, so if you put like a globe, imagine a sphere right. in a void. <laughs> <laughs> imagine your hips floating. <laughs> yeah. in, you know. so, so I have a globe in my room that was, you know, that was Jerry's, right? So just picture. I have a lot of exercise balls. Oh, okay, okay. So imagine an exercise ball in like a grid. So the... From the Sometimes they're called birthing balls. Jerry, yeah. Jerry asked me why there was a pregnant lady on the package of the, of oh. the exercise ball. Yes. To, help, to help you have a baby. Yeah. So, yes, like the distance from the floor to the floating ball is, you know, so much. Right. The distance from the floor to the top of the ball is so much. But then if you're tracing around the outside of the ball. Right. And, like, this is just so very accommodated in uh, – Bust areas with darts, with mm -hmm. you know other things. That's why darts happen? But then we just pretend that people have a flat stomach in right. drafting, and then we also are like, your butt is only this shape, you know. So, <laughs> so anyway, but there are there are patterns that, of course, accommodate right. us. Anyway, so I think that ooh, I want to talk about though. What do you want to talk me about? Me as a fledgling sewer. Okay. Okay. So this here, I'm I'm like. I'm like 12, 13 years old, right? Yeah. And I decide I want to copy these clothes that are real expensive. Uh-huh. And I don't know crap. Right. Okay? I mean, my dad bought me a sewing machine. This man came over, showed us how to sew on it. And my dad and I went and got a pattern that night and a zipper. And it was the first zipper I ever set in my life. But... This is really funny. Wait till I tell you the end of this. You'll be. I'm so, so excited. I'm ready. I, I know you I'm ready. Don't get too Can't excited. Wait. Okay. Can't wait. I, I, okay. <laughs> so these were shirt waist dresses. Yes. Okay. Now I'd already figured out in my head that like I could probably leave a sleeve off or add a tuck in the front and, th and make these look different. Okay. So I could make, I could take one pattern. That I knew. If I had one pattern that really fit me. I could probably make six or eight dresses out of that just by sticking a button on the front. Right. You know. Okay. But how did I do that? Because nothing was fit. Guess who had big boobs when they were 12? Right, right. Right. So, you know, so I have everybody else was like nice and straight and thin and I was all bumpy, you know. And so I had to do something with my bumps. Mm -hmm. Right. And I did do pattern blending and there weren't multiple size patterns at that time, uh -huh. okay? But I knew I was not a size 18, okay? Right. Because my hips were like, you know, a size 6 or right. something. So I had, I had, there were like, you know, five sizes between my top and my bottom. So I actually bought like three patterns of the okay. same pattern. Mm -hmm. And I laid them out. Now, I know nothing, okay? And there is no internet, you guys. You have to go to There's the library. This is 1965. Right. right. You have to go to the <laughs> library and find the right book and hope you can take it home, you know, and study it or whatever enough or whatever. And I did make a pattern that fit me, and I made all those dresses. You so know, you were I, pattern blending, though. I was pattern sizes. blending. And it it was trial and error. Mm -hmm. The first one, 
was a little snug in my back, you yeah. know, like yeah. whatever. So if do you want to try and guess what costume I actually used that pattern blending, that exact pattern that I made all those shirt dresses out of for myself, and it was a costume I made for you, and you were Alice. in the middle. It was. Uh, yeah. Boom. Now, <laughs> now, I added a circle skirt. Yes. Okay. Yes. They were A-line. I had A-line skirts. Then I had this little straight well, skirt. Well, okay, and then talk about, right. you know, talk about just measurements and how right. they don't correspond. Like, ZD and I have very... Wait, right. what's your bust measurement? Well, I made, I did make the bust a little bit smaller than okay, you were not. what's your bust measurement right now? Today? Yeah. I think it's probably like 38 and a half, 39. Okay, mine is like in the 40-ish range. Right. Like it's 40. But, okay, they're not that far apart. No. I wear. But all mine's up front. Yeah. I wear like a, not even in a B cup in right. bras. And ZD wears like a, you know, Z cup. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I wear like an F, sometimes yes. a G, depending on what medication I'm on. Right. So she, she just, just there you go. I mean, different measurements don't always correspond to well, different. And I, when I started Ariel, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it was funny. I was dropping some weight and I didn't fit in my shirts. And I'm like, what's happening? Well, my back muscles right. were more developed. So, well, so all those things, you know, change your body, Right. right? So when, like I said, medication, oh my God, medication's horrible about changing your body. Let's go back to double yeah. checking. Yeah. Okay, because it's really easy to do, everybody. Right. Okay? It's easy. When I say easy, I guess sometimes that you, you simple have to, you once have, you know. Well, you have to think. Yes. It's simple once you know, though. So if you do blend out, if you do kick out right. to that bigger, let's just say, bigger hip size, okay? Right. First of all, if you look at the difference between the hems on even the size, you know, whatever, 10 to 24, it's not that much because there are, there will only be a right. few, um, because, well, because they're drafted really for the same height person, you know, they're drafted for a 5'10 person or 5'6 or right. whatever. Anyway, you're not going to, you're not going to end up with some, you know, wildly long garment probably, but you double check or you would have ended up with a wildly lar- long garment because you're short anyway, like me. Well, um, the other reason they're not, the hem is not that much longer. Is somebody has they know? Hopefully they've well. No, hopefully <laughs> there has been some length added somewhere else. Well, right I guess, in the yes. top of the the garment. Someplace. I guess what I'm saying is like, you can't have it both ways. You right. can't say that the pattern companies grade appropriately and then that the garment will be crazily too long. Right. Okay. That's that's probably not going to happen. Okay. But you double check. You measure between your waist and your hip and you say, oh, this is like just this is within an inch. I'll keep it the way it is. Or no, I'm going to right. adjust it or something like or that. Or I know that clothes are usually sometimes just experience. I know that patterns are usually too long there. Yeah. Or even ready to wear is always too long there. So or I want to make like an aviator moto jacket. I don't know what they're called. What that thing where like the collars overlap. I call that like a moto jacket moto or jacket. aviator both. Either okay. one, yeah. And I want to make it out of like something kind of nice. And I really want to double check on the sleeves because sleeves are always way too long. Do I have like short arms? Do no. you think I have short arms? Well, they're too long. Yeah. Is that what you said? They're too long. Do I look like I have short arms? I think my, no, but I think sleeves are long on me too. Yeah. And I don't think Okay. I don't think we, I don't think our 
arms are particularly out of proportion to our, I what our bodies have are. Felt, and I've been in a situ- I've been in lots of situations over the years where I could like compare my body to other people's bodies because I was a dance major. Right. I was in acrobatics. Because you see people in just, leotards all the yeah, time. Yeah, just like you know, and I it did not affect me negatively or anything like that. But I've always been like, oh yeah, I do have the short legs. You yeah. know, no, we um, had, no, there was no doubt. No matter yeah, what group never, I was in, I had the short legs. I never thought yeah. that I had really short arms. I don't but think you after do. making but. a couple of uh, button-up shirts, the you know, over the past couple of years, I'm like, this is a pattern adjustment well, that y- will make me a lot happier if I don't have all this extra fabric. You might be, I mean, we might be on the shorter, right? Because if our arms were too long with our legs, our they knuckles would, would scrape. Do, they'll the be on the floor, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but but that's what Jane always said when she worked for us. She said she had long arms, right? Right. And all of her kids do, right. and some people do have long arms. So particularly long arms, and there's a. But the other thing that you have always come across uh-huh. is sleeves being too tight because you're muscular. Yeah, you've yeah. had that too. Yes. So and that has become an issue with me. CD's so strong, guys. She's like no, the Hulk. I have developed. I got some biceps and some triceps these days, <laughs> and. All of a sudden, these things that fit me just nicely loose, right, mm-hmm. are like skin on my arms. And I'm like, well, thank goodness they're knit. <laughs> you know, I mean, if no, if it would have been a woven fabric, that's a I pod, don't. That's a podcast ap- yeah, episode. Thank yeah. goodness it's knit. Yes, happily it's knit. <laughs> okay, so if you're going to blend, but you know, can you blend between all sizes all the time? No, there's probably some pattern out there that's nested weird and you shouldn't just straight up blend between them. But... Like a lot of people said, many patterns nowadays come with instructions on how to blend. Right. So do check with that manufacturer. I guess if you're using an out-of-date Quixo pattern, come check in the group. I, I, w- I would check <laughs> with the directions for it. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't open a Quixo so pattern from the 1980s and from today and consider that they are that's, going to have the well, same instructions. That's true. And, and I I have that moto jacket is a quick sew pattern. Right. So I wanted to open it up and see. So here, that. so here's something we all need to think about in everything we do. Companies buy out companies. Oh man. Do they? And ever. there's not only one reason for buying out a company. One reason can be to squash it and get rid of it. Ask Mark Zuckerberg about that, mm-hmm. right? That's what he does. He buys little companies. Not anymore. Well, I you, don't think. Now they got to break it up. Are, did you did know they that? they decide oh, it? yeah. I didn't know they made a decision. God knows what's going to happen. Well, it's silly. No, I, I mean, it's just going to be really annoying because I had to adapt to right. Facebook owning Instagram right. with our business. And now I'm going to have to adapt back. So <laughs> his philosophy was don't compete. Just right. buy it up, you know. So. He didn't always buy the company because he was enamored by it or he thought it was great or it was a pattern he wanted to keep, right? He just, maybe he just wanted to get rid of it. So companies will buy other companies to get them out of the marketplace. Sometimes they will buy other companies because it is a good product and they will continue with it. But you as the consumer have to be smart, Right, <laughs> and, and try and figure out what you know what's going on here. Well, they're not going to say. Guess why we bought this company? So, yeah. <clears throat> I I don't know why they bought these companies. I guess so. McCall, you, you mean the pattern people? Yeah. I would personally, I say I think I would say to squish them. McCall's 
has, okay, so here's another piece of cool insider info that's random. McCall's prints patterns for everybody. They are the right. only. They are the only ones <clears throat> that print. They're the only one who ones who print on this large format tissue paper. And seven weeks ago, their servers were hacked, and they have been down for seven weeks. So closet core patterns can't get patterns printed. Nobody can get nobody. Patterns. And I say nobody, nobody. The Craft Industry Alliance just did an article about it. Mm-hmm. So they're they have taken. They've been down for seven weeks. And they're the only printer in the country who, and I, or in the world. Well, maybe kind of in the world. Yeah. Who prints on this tissue like tissue. this? Tissue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of nuts, though. So they, you know, when, what, a, you know, I can't remember what the UK company is who actually bought these pattern companies out, but it's the big pattern people. They, you know, they were also buying some infrastructure, buying a brand. Right. Uh, the other thing, but yeah, just little, Little fun piece of information, the indie pattern companies who print on large format tissue are relying upon uh, the McCall's printing places to print their patterns. And they're like the quotes in this article are, we are paralyzed. We were going to come out with new patterns and we can't because we can't print them. But that, that, that might so? be that might be a note <clears throat> to everyone to have PDF and printed patterns. Well, and they do. Right. Like all these people do have PDF right, they patterns, do have PDF. you know, of course. But people don't always want those. They don't want to deal with that no, technology. No, And they, right. they can't um, wholesale the PDFs as well and, right. you know, whatever. So anyway, it's just kind of an interesting things they were buying that infrastructure um the other thing i want to bring up is sometimes this this happened i'm not completely familiar with the situation but i believe that so house seven is uh they're an independent pattern company and they have the toaster sweater is a very popular pattern that they have and i think that like mccall's or somebody licensed it and people got mad because like those patterns went on sale for two ninety nine at yeah. Joanne. Oh, you and know, they and they had, you know, they had bought it yeah. for you know fifteen ninety nine or, or ten ninety yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it happens, you know. And you know, you gotta. I would imagine many things are very similar between those, but it got licensed to them. So you yeah. know, just kind of interesting. And I think that that is going to be. Something that's coming up here as the independent pattern designers seem to be sort of the darlings of the sewing world right now. Right now they are. They're, they are these smaller brands who really get to listen to their customers and stitchers are falling in love with all of the support. And, you know, even if they don't have as wide a variety of patterns as, you know, it's not like it's not like every indie pattern company is popping out the trendy patterns like Vogue and McCall's and all of those brands are. Um, but I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes going forward. Um, a little bit, a little bit of a tangent, but I thought interesting, didn't you? It is. Did you find that engaging? I but don't yeah. think there's anything wrong. With, I don't. I don't think that was so tangenty. Yeah, but you can. We, um, we also have to have stories to back things up. That's right. So, and also, it helps you remember things. There you go. So check before blending between sizes uh, and measure yourself and measure the pattern. Right. You know. Yeah, and and you know you can't just okay, you can't just measure yourself around. 
Then Amen. everybody would look like gotta, a pumpkin. Okay, you, you have to do the you, length. You have to everything. do your lengths. You have yeah. to know where you where where you know the boobs set in relation to the shoulders and, and in relation to the hips and and the waist know, and, and the, everything. All, yeah. all of that. All of that. Yep. You know, you know there. I remember there are people that I I said to my friend Lauren. Okay, so is Lauren in her sixties? Yeah, she's in her sixties now. She's in her early sixties. I'm in my late sixties. And her sister is right behind her. And we were on vacation together about a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. And we're of all changed shape. Sure. From when we were 25. As one okay. does. Okay. And I looked at us. We're all like, you know, in swimming suits and stuff. And I looked at all of us and I said, so how did we wear each other's clothes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because <laughs> you Cause, all look so different well, now. Yeah, because Lauren doesn't have any boobs, right? <laughs> Actually, she has more, more boobs now than she ever had, you know. But so, she was always the one that didn't have boobs, right? right? That's right. how we identified her. I was the one with boobs, and Patty was the one with the big butt. Okay, right. that's how we talked about each other, mm-hmm. you know. Can I wear that dress? Because your butt's big. Well, my, you know, you know, you think they'll fit, yeah. We used to wear, like, we'd buy one, one dress for Christmas and wear it to all of our... Uh, you know, like our husband's uh, Christmas parties. Christmas parties, right? You know, and we, and we, you know, one dress, and it went three ways. And I said, "How did we wear this stuff?" Like, I and Lauren goes, "We were really little, <laughs> so I guess we were very slender, and you could like tuck things away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, like we could just wrap anything around us. I guess I don't know, but it was just so funny that I looked at us and I thought." know how we wore each other's clothes i just don't know it, it was very strange and that was the day you the the days of wovens right it right. wasn't like everything was nitty and stretchy but you know so i just thought it was funny that i was like how did we wear you know and she says no we were little we were really little. and we, you know we probably were we probably didn't have what i what i where i'm going is we didn't have the differential like uh-huh. do you know what i mean does that make sense to you? I don't know. Your body's okay. changed. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, well, I mean, like, even though, you know, Patty was the big hips, they really weren't that big. Right? I, or I was the big, they really were, I mean, we were all sort of in this, we were close. inside. There wasn't these, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I just don't know what to say. But I know what she meant when she said we were all really little. I knew what she meant. Like, like we had not blossomed yet. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right, everybody. Well, you can get to us on Instagram. We are at So Here Calm. And ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.